0: is going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to double coverage hope you're still living loving and breathing sport i am dom with the great man Source. what's happening brother how
1: are we mates I'm good
0: uh, sleep well, deprived sleep
1: deprived yeah uh, that's the that's the only thing did did have a, a bit of a nap before we, we jumped on uh running off a solid two and a half hours sleep after a big I'm, big night of uh world cup
0: football and, i'm, I'm uh, battling man i'm battling just a front up here to be honest it was it was so bad last night just to give an insight into it saucy and i yesterday we played basketball last night and i'll tell you what <laughs> you know when you're just overtired and you're jean yourself up and that that's pretty much what it was we willed our way to the end of that uh, yeah. <laughs> basketball yeah. game I'll I, say was, this, I just want to go he- over sleep man <laughs>
1: You you see me at the beginning of the game. My attitude was like, "All right, I've got some energy at the beginning. Let's let's try let's try get a big lead here." You see me? I was yelling, screaming, yeah. going so like, off.
0: We're not up. He's like, "If we're not up by thirty at half time, I'll be disappointed." I'm thinking to myself, "He wants to be up by thirty so we can cruise in the second half here."
1: Exactly. And we did that because we only put up freaking eight points in the second half for the whole oh, team so when bad. we put up already thirty in the so first bad. half.
0: <laughs> was so bad. We actually did get up. We we got up by 30, exactly like you said. You were leading. Saucy was literally like, yeah, just going on nuts yesterday. He's like, on every play, everyone. He's like, yeah, great team. He's going crazy, clapping back at everyone. I'm like, oh, my God. That I'm was like the first sort of half. Then after that, I was, I was just oh, slowly oh, yeah, no, jogging yeah. up and down the <laughs> <end of> court. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't hit the backside of the, the board in the second half. Uh, Global, Welcome. Uh, Good to have you stopping by. Bit on today, NBA, um, NFL, UFC, I've Got a Le Mans, uh, Hobby Talk, uh, and then, of course, World Cup. We haven't been on the last couple of days for the World Cup wrap up. We apologize for that. We just had so much happening, but we'll cover the Australia game and uh, Argentina game tonight. We did stream that anyway, so um, yeah, been having a lot of fun. Uh, my Draft Stars has been struggling. It says Global, Matty Tabe. welcome. All right, let's get into it, Sauce. Uh, start with the NBA. And they have got three to talk about tonight. Three, and that's pretty much it for the basketball because it's three dominating sides, um, three teams that, well, two of the three are surpri- well, th- all three are surprising to be honest. Yeah, uh, and we're going to start with Boston because we thought with their troubles with their their coach prior to the season beginning that they might have struggled, but they're sitting on top of the East and have the best record in the whole uh, National Basketball Association. Uh, they're twenty and five, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are absolutely dominating. This league, like dominating. Uh they are honestly, every game that they play, it they literally alternate on who's going to shoot 30 plus and the other guys having big numbers. So, so your thoughts on this Boston side who are killing it at the moment. Yeah,
1: they they are killing it. I mean, it was an impressive win today against your boys, the Heat. Uh, you know, they're on a back to back Heat's, you know, fresh, um, you know, coming on a day's rest. Uh, they have Horford out Brogden out um a few guys out you know but they still got the the main two there brown and tatum and and uh they just you know have such good depth i think i think we you know when we criticized them previously we, we we said that their their bench depth just wasn't there but i feel like that's uh that's maybe a thing of the past and and, and that they've they've found the guys that can fill in those gaps um and they've obviously also still got um you know, robert williams to come back which is going to you know that help their defense uh what is already a great defensive side as well so look my, tatum is my pick for for the mvp i i think you know he's probably slightly edging out Luca just because where boston currently sit in the east um and you know then behind that i would I'd have Luca. but you know i think it Tatum, you know, keeps it playing in this manner and, and Boston finishes the top 2 seed or top 3 seed like um, it would be hard to, you know, put it past Tatum as winning the MVP of he's, he he's who I've got at the moment. So, look they they're chugging along and um I mean they're looking 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 really really good. Uh you know, they had a good win against the Nets as well. Um so, you know, getting wins against teams that you know, they're, they're probably going to come up it, against in the Eastern, you know, potentially in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, where I expect the Boston Celtics to, you know, make at a minimum, um, to at least give them a chance, themselves a chance to, to go back to the finals. So, yeah, look. Maddie yeah, says, let's well. make
0: the fact that Jason Tatum is only 24 years old.
1: Yeah, you know, he's very young. He's, a, he's he's a good player, a very good player. Um, Yeah, he's evolved his game.
0: A lot. Global says Celtics has the best all-round team in the NBA. At the moment they do, they've just been so so good. And like Source said, when Time Lord's back, uh, Robert Williams, it just helps this side even more. That's just a nice handy piece to get back. Well, uh, you could probably Global play said, Al
1: Horford a little bit more with the second unit. And, you know, he that will help Global out. Global said the,
0: he's the- still looking good for his 12K multi.
1: Yeah, still looking all right. He's got a he's, he's got a he's got a funny one going. Well not a good funny one, but more than possible. I I've seen it.
0: Yeah, more it's possible. it's fantastic. He, he also call. said he also said that Booker, where is he? Uh Booker's been balling out recently. Yeah, he's been Yes, he really has. Well. Uh he, he struggled today, but they did come up against one of the better defensive sides in Dulles, which funnily enough, defensively they're so so good. But Offense is hurting a bit. So I'm surprised that they even win games against teams like Phoenix, to be honest, even with their great defense. Because they've just struggled. They're just getting carried by Luka at the moment. Absolutely carried. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's uh the it's- the other one source, uh Memphis playing really well. No jam moran today. They still beat my mob handedly. Uh, Tyce Jones stepped up. Dylan Brooks stepped up. That's just the way that they're doing well, it we know down in depth. Memphis.
1: We know the depth that they've got. They did it a yeah. hell of a lot of times. I mean, their record without John Morant last year was just phenomenal. Unbelievable, so, yeah. Um, and, and they've had, got injuries. You know, that's the thing. Like, De- Desmond Bain's been out for a bit of time. And we know what a, a, a pivotal piece he is to the offense and the defense. So, um, look, they're chugging along. Grizzlies you know I could see what they're doing they're managing their players you know I'm not playing them on on, on back to backs at times and making sure they they've, they've got the proper rest and you know it's it's all about getting your team to the playoffs injury free and uh then making a run at it
0: um yeah well the next two guys and teams that we're going to talk about uh, injury free is probably uh, should be their nickname because they are the complete opposite but the first the first one is your mob are they back or are they still you're not believing into it you're not buying into the lakers at the moment they're how far you're 10 and 12 you are three games off the play-in, or two games off the play-in. yeah when and you one were, and one anthony davis
1: injury off being absolutely nowhere all right um look for as good as the play that we have put together, look, our defense has been very good. Um, The thing that's, that's helped us is we've actually been able to knock down some threes. I think the game in the other day against the Bucks, we we won on primetime television. It was, um, you know, an AD had a really, really good game. We shot 42% from three and we actually outshot the bucks from three, which is amazing. And away from home um, to to get that win. It's just, it's just not going to hold up with the, with the current roster we got based off percentages, over a seven-game series, you know, the three-point shooting is not going to hold hold up. Then they're going to be able to clog the paint. Anthony Davis, LeBron, not going to be able to score as much in the paint. Um, you know, when you when you're forced to shorten your rotation in in the playoffs and, and and go to a lesser unit, and you're forced to rely on you know guys like Russell Westbrook. Can you rely on him as good as he's been playing? Uh, never really proven that he's a, a finisher or or a you know a big time you know, makes the big time play in the playoffs. I'm not saying he hasn't made it past in his career I'm just in the playoffs or makes the right play. Um, so look, I, I don't, in, still with the current roster, we're, we're not going to win anything. So look, we've been playing well. Oh, I hope we make the playoffs. So, you know, my team can be in there and can watch, uh, watch them in the playoffs. Uh, see LeBron get some more playoff points, but, yeah, look, I, I I don't buy into it, Domar. I don't buy into it, and um, That's I, I mean, not convinced. I think All right. I think there's a lot of people, Lakers fans out there, that are starting to think, oh, you know, nah, we should keep Russell Westbrook. You know, he, look, he's coming off the bench and how well he's playing and and everything. Yep, yep, right. You think that? You think that? You know the best thing we've done is put him off the bench, so we can actually maybe he's got some trade value because he's actually performing well. Now is the time
0: to try get rid of him and get shooters around LeBron and AD, not yes, keep it. That, that's correct. You don't, you're gonna get you don't want to get sucked in by um what happens in the regular season. You use what happens in the regular season to bolster your squad before the trade deadline, so you can then compete and potentially win a title when it comes to playoffs. So, Saucy's on the money, but we'll see what they do. We know the front office is uh, notorious in Los Angeles for making critical errors when it comes to moving pieces and getting pieces at the moment. So, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, The second team and player we wanted to talk about, and the chat has been all over him, because we are going to give our thoughts on Big Zion Global. That is who is next up. Uh, he's on the money. He says there's not much talk about the big boy at the moment, and saucy. That is very true. Uh, he hasn't been playing with his full team. They've had a few injuries. Yeah, he's CJ been carrying McCollum the squad a little bit. Ingram's been, been out. He's just been carrying the squad, sauce, and he's been embarrassing teams. Uh, and there's been not one peep about some squad, good some good
1: which- wins against you know uh, against some teams. W- where they've been shorthanded, the Pels. um, just goes to show their depth as well, the Pelicans. I think people underestimate, you know, the depth that the Pelicans have gotten. I mean, that's probably why they're sitting in second seed currently in, in the
0: Western Conference, Um, you know. They beat the Nuggets yesterday, Sauce.
1: Yeah, they beat the Nuggets. Zion led the way. Um, You know, you had Jose Alvarado, 38 points. Uh, I think he had 10 threes or something like that. Dommer. Uh,
0: wow. I've got it here. He had uh, eight threes, shot eight, eight of
1: 11. Th- eight, th- threes. eight of 11. Jeez, let's look, talk about lights out. Um, he, he must have been hot. Uh, but
0: look, he played with CJ McCollum, who shot three of 11, only had seven points, struggled. Um, so the team was carried by. And he has
1: been struggling since he came back. So the, the team, he's literally carried the team in the last five games. It's been all Zion. I've watched the games as well where some of these games and um, you know, the coaching staff have said, let's put, we're putting the ball in your hands. You make the play. Um, You know, his assist numbers went up. His points numbers went up. That's a sign of a good player of an elite player that when other guys on his team are out, he knows, all right, I need to step it up. And you know, if we're going to win tonight, um, you know, i got to put up numbers and he goes out there and puts up numbers, makes the right play uh, for his teammates and, I don't know if you've seen some of his block the other day where he just came out of nowhere and just rose up and just said, get that out of here. And then when he landed on the floor, he gave a little hop and a skip and it's just gave a little high five, like, you know, This that's every day, you know what I mean? I'm doing that every day. Like, it's just so it's so nonchalant in some of the moves. Look, there's one thing he can improve, it's his defense. He doesn't move his feet very well. For, for a guy that moves his feet so well on offense when he drives to the basket, he does not move his feet very well when, on defense laterally. So, look, there is still improvements within his game that that need to be made. Um, but, jeez, he, he's a freak, man. He's, he's so good. So, uh, I think people, relax, mate. Zion is here to stay. If he stays fit, and the Pals you know, have a a, a a fully fit side going into the playoffs, and um, you know, the the way they uh, they can gel and um, uh, you know, disperse disperse the shooting because at times you, you can see um, you know, Brandon Ingram at times maybe taking too many shots, but uh, when they got the side working and, and playing at their best. They're sharing the ball around um, and, you know, it, it's an even dispersion of of shots between, you know, those three and then getting your other guys involved. So, and making sure you're getting those baskets at the ring with Zion and, you know, that's easy hoops. So I've, seen, I've seen a lot of uh, two-man gang with CJ and Zion and I'll tell you what, it's very, very hard to stop when obviously Zion's so good at finishing at the ring and uh, CJ's got his little uh, mid-range jumpers going and uh, his threes going. Uh, it's very, very difficult because you know you, you sag off CJ, you get you get hit with the jumper, and if if you you know don't stay with Zion, he hits him with a little pick and roll, bounce pass, and then Zion, you know, it's one one dribble step and it's nearly a dunk every time. So or a finish at the ring. So look, he's a gun. And he's
0: a fray train as Matty he, Tabor he's said. he him. is a free trainer at the moment. He's been very, very good. Uh and Global said Kawhi came back today, which is great. And a credit to Lou. Yeah, I know. I know. A credit to the coaching staff at the Clippers, by the way. Yeah, credit. Yep. Do need because they're sitting sixth in the in the West, Source. Had a shitload of injuries. Yeah. They've been decimated for the first twenty plus games of this season. So good on them. They're doing a a uh, great job down there with their coaching coaching staff, and the players are just uh, helping each other out, which is great. He also says Dallas should have gone half, and Mitchell would have been perfect fit for Luca, probably, but they didn't. So we uh, yeah, stuck. I don't know, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one though, because they're two yeah, guys Mitchell's that don't play bit, defense.
1: Uh, Mitchell's a bit ball dominant as well, needs the ball yeah. in his hands. So yeah, Luke, I mean, might not fit.
0: Yeah. All right, Sauce, done and dusted for the basketball. Uh, let's get on to uh, what we've been all over for the last two weeks, and that is uh, World Cup football. Uh, and we we are going to go through all the last 16 games that have eventuated to this point because we have missed a couple of them, uh, and then we'll talk about a couple of the key matchups going into the next round. Um Starting on Saturday morning, which I think there could be if there's a high chance that we could be live streaming almost every game on here out, to be honest, because the matchups are so good. They're so juicy sauce. So, so juicy. Um, but we're going to start with the Argentina-Brazil side of the draw. Uh, and it all kicked off with the Netherlands versus the United States. They defeated them 3-1. It's the best we have seen the Netherlands play so far in this tournament, and I can bring it down to one thing, source. And um, let's see if you agree with me or you disagree with me. I'm very interested. But Depay has been able to come on and have that impact. I think I'm pretty sure he started in this game, Memphis Depay. Obviously, the first few games he was coming back from an injury. Prior to the World Cup, and was trying to get match fit, so they played him in increments. So he wasn't able to play the full ninety minutes. He started this one, and he had an impact from the get go. Um, and their wing, their wingers are very, very good. So they can play Gapko out there. They can play um, uh, Depay out on the wing. Have uh, what's his name in the middle? I've gone blank. Uh, Braithwaite can play in the middle. Who's it? Great player, Clarsen. Uh, the Clarsen, I think, is the other one. He plays in the middle there for the Netherlands. And then Dion can just pull the strings, do what he has to do with Bergheis, the left foot rocket. And uh, that were too good for the United States. But props to the United States for getting to the last 16. There's a lot of young talent playing in quality sides all around the world, source that they potentially could make a push in their home World Cup in four years' time. Like, there there could be something there. It's all about the development and where they go. So, hopefully, they capitalize on this. Obviously, we know that their domestic league, the MLS, is a great brand of football. It's got a lot of high-quality talent coming from overseas, but also producing some decent talent uh, over there through the grassroots system. So that was my thoughts on that game source I don't know if you've got any comments on that but I was gonna let you run off the Argentina Australia game um, and give your thoughts on that one
1: yeah Netherlands look Netherlands too strong um, yeah good tournament by the US probably got further than people may have expected them to um, but yeah came up against a, a Dutch side that I that I thought you know if they if they did come out and and um, you know, play in the manner that they did against England that first half, and, and maybe got a goal up. It, it would have been, uh, you know, um, danger signs for for the Dutch. But um, you know, the Dutch got that early goal. Then they were able to get a second just before halftime. Go up two 0 into the into the sheds at, at at halftime, and it was it was always a, a tough road back from there. Um, but yeah, I mean, they did bring it back to two one in the second half, still with fifteen minutes to go. But you know, Netherlands put the nail in the coffin not long after that. So, yeah, US are out. Uh, the Dutch go through. And as you said, Dominic, that was probably the, the first game that you've seen where they've impressed. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe the Dutch can qualify and uh, ma- beat Argentina in the next game. I, I don't see why they can't because, you know, leading on to that, the Australian-Argentina game, I was not impressed by Argentina. I was impressed by Australia because, you know, I expected us to lose by three-plus goals, um, but I was not impressed by Argentina. And uh, I don't know whether that's, a, you know, that's more of a what I'm saying, more of a compliment to Australia and, and how well they defended, or if it's more of a dig at Argentina and uh, how poorly that they played and uh, their lack of creativity at times. That I feel that once you come up against the better side, and you know, and, and they left openings, you know, when you, when you're going to come up against the likes of Netherlands in the next round. I mean, they're going to be able to pass the ball and hold the ball in midfield a lot better than what Australia can. And, uh, you know, there's going to be probably a lot more times of the game where is running around and uh, without the ball and are forced to do a bit more defensive work than they were forced to do uh, against Australia. But, uh, you know, credit credit to our boys. We we made it a lot further than, than we thought we would. I didn't think we'd qualify out of the game, I th- out of the group. I thought maybe, you know, Tunisia might be the only chance we'd have at getting any points. Uh, and we were able to, you know, not only get a win and, and, and get a draw uh, in the other, actually get two wins and, and qualify. Um, a yeah, we got two wins. I think we beat Tunisia, didn't we? One nil, and yeah, then we, did. we, and then we beat uh, the Dutch and uh, the De- Danish. Sorry. Um, so look, well done, Australia, Maddie Ryan. Yeah, you know, it's it's disappointing to, to to lose in that manner with a mistake. Um, I mean, the goal by Messi against us was. Yeah, it was messy Like uh, I was going, you know, off on the stream saying, "Why would you?" When he gives off the ball, when you're right next to him, why you never stop following him because you, you can't sag. Like he gave off the ball. Riley McGree was right with him. He gave off the ball. Riley McGree stopped running. Messi never stopped running. Got a one-two, and then that finish where you know went through three uh, Australia players and also through a a legs of Australia player um, and into the bottom corner was, you know, a very, very good finish. Um, But, you know, we got punished uh, in that lapse, uh, that one second of lapse of concentration. And then, um, you know, the second goal was just, it's heart wrenching. You know, if that stays at one nil, you still win the game, goes to two nil, probably, you know, breaks it a little bit. Uh, We do get a lucky goal with uh, Craig Goodwin. Um, But, and in the end, Argentina probably deserved the go-through. Um, and they didn't impress,
0: Donald. as I said. No, they no, they haven't. Uh, Australia, like you said, def- we've defended for our lives in this tournament and we've done it really, really well. And we capitalise on our opportunities. Uh, uh, the lads definitely showed a lot of heart in every game. And that's one thing about Australia Source. And it's something I made that joke in like the World Cup preview episode we did where I said, oh, like Australia is the Shimboner bonus spirit, like the North Melbourne Shimboner bonus spirit is something that Australia puts into like their sporting on an international level. Um, but the joke is actually, it's actually a reality. It's one thing that our teams never do and that is give up. And they will grind it out and they will try and find a way to win even when their backs are against the wall. Because more often than not, we are the underdogs going into a lot of these things. So we'd like to surprise the opposition by how how hard we are at whatever we're competing at and the determination that we show. So well done to the group of gentlemen and the whole entire squad there for getting to the last 16, coming up against Messi. A lot of those guys playing against their... Uh, Their idol in Lionel Messi. So it was great to see them getting photos with him, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, but they do come up against the Dutch next, as Saucy mentioned before. Uh, that game is on Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, I think um, it, it's going to be a difficult difficult one for Argentina because of, like Saucy said, the, the Dutch midfield can play the ball and... It's going to be the first game where Argentina, their wingbacks, are, are actually going to have a challenge. They've played, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at any other winger that has come up against their fullbacks in the first four games. Four games? Yeah, four games. But they have not been anywhere near the quality of Dumfries, Depay, and Gapko. Nowhere near. So those fullbacks haven't had to do too much and they've been abused in those four games by lesser quality wingers, the Argentines. So the fact now that they have to play against three quality players and a striker in Depay and Gapko that switch around and with class and with a bit of size, that put a lot of pressure in the middle of the the football field when they're attacking and they actually have a a strong counter-attacking football game is going to be interesting it's going to be interesting so i'll give a tip maybe uh in tomorrow's world cup uh, wrap up but it's i'm leaning more towards the dutch if argentina want to show us the real deal source they need to get the win because they have played nobody so straight up so far as uh, harsh as that sounds, you can't fault the uh, Dutch.
1: So they haven't they haven't lost a game, won two no. games, drew drew one in the group, and then you know beat the US. So I mean, for me in the tournament, the Dutch are looking the better. They beat side, Senegal,
0: I mean. they beat Senegal, they beat the U- United States. These two teams are better than any team that Argentina's played. played. It, it's that's just fact. I'm not trying to rag on any other team, whether it be Australia or whatever. It's fact. So, anyway, the next ones argue. on that side Japan versus Croatia ends in heartbreak for the Japanese. Uh, went 1 1 into extra time. Extra time ended. They lost on pens to Croatia. Um, three, a hat trick of saves in the penalty shootout for their keeper it was amazing to see. Um, and they get the job done, Sauce. Thoughts? Convinced? Which game was this? Norma? Which? Croatia, game? Japan.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, not convinced with Croatia. I mean, you know, look, they they got the job done. We'll just say that um, it's they got to versus Brazil in the next round, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, this this has to be. I'm just calling it now. This has to be one of the the bets of the tournament for me. Brazil to beat Croatia, um, it's money for jam. I mean, it, Brazil had such an easy game in their game today, where they you know absolutely demolished South Korea. were up four uh, nil. They made up you know a host of changes at the 60th minute compared to Croatia, who had to go the full 90 minutes, fight it out, come from a goal down, play an extra 30 minutes, and then go through penalties. Uh, and they've got the oldest list in the tournament. I tell you what, it's going to be tough to back it up in, uh, what do they back? Got to back it up in four days, um, uh
0: No. uh Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three, three days rest. And then they play on the fourth day.
1: There you go. Three, full days rest against the oldest list with the oldest list. um You know, I'll just say they're the, first they're the first game. know, the first game, it was, it was, it was a good game. And um, but I don't see them getting past Brazil, and uh, you
0: know, Brazil is my my team to win the tournament. So I like I like Brazil a lot in that game. I'm going a with lot. you. I'm going Brazil to beat them. Um, what they did this morning to Korea was just literally the, the game plan was come out annihilate them and then let's just rest the team. That that was it, and they just they beat them in literally 40 minutes. In 40 minutes of football, they decimated a side. They got into the last 16. Just decimated him. Yeah, there's no other word. They killed him in everything. Cl- class above, it, man. They were just a class it above. It was clinical, man. man. It, it was actually a clinical. Source: what we what we watched and witnessed this morning. Could
1: have been more. Could have been five, six in that. Phase, yeah, but they kind of took their foot well.
0: off the off the gas, man. You just want to rest your players. There's no point going hard and in getting injuries. Like every player counts when it comes to a tournament like the World Cup. So they're done well there. Games tomorrow. We'll give a prediction before we get to the big one on the the other side of the draw. So Switzerland, Portugal, Morocco, Spain. Um, I gave a 2-2 draw, Morocco to beat Spain in extra time. That was on the World Cup wrap-up. And then I gave Portugal 1-0 winners over Switzerland. But that is a bit of a danger game. Source your thoughts on these games tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I, I think this Morocco and Spain game goes to extra time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I hope you know, it does. S- Spain have, as good as they played in the first game, I mean, it was really against no one. And and then, you know, proven the fact that uh, wasn't against Costa Rica, they, they stink. Uh, so uh, And then when they've come up some, against some decent opposition, they've actually struggled. And Morocco's had a really, really good tournament, um, you know, much like Japan, a bit of a surprise packet, uh, you know, to make it this far. Uh, but with the quality they've got, ZH on one side, Buffal, Um, you know they've got ha- Hakimi on, on the right hand side who just you know gets up and down, you know nonstop and puts great balls into the box. Uh, you got Amrabat in, in midfield who's just an absolute ball, uh, doesn't stop running and just puts in tackle after tackle and just gets up and down the pitch box to box. Uh, look, they've got some danger, to, uh, danger to them. Um, I like this going extra time. I still probably have to sway to. Spain, but like I, you don't. It would not surprise me if Morocco causes an upset. And I tell you what, at seven-dollar odds, I mean that's the win in, in normal time. Seven-dollar odds, you probably get something like, you know, I don't know what the the market is for them to qualify. Uh, I'm just trying to find it here, Donna. If they victory of yeah, gamble, gamble responsibly, responsibly, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to find the market. I can't find it here. Uh, game decided in extra time. No, no, no. To qualify, here we go. I have. I'm in the. I'm in the wrong game. It would help if I was in the right game, Dama. All right, here we go. To qualify, Morocco four dollars and thirty three cents. I tell you what, that, that's more than possibility. That's more than a possibility. Uh, I'm gonna go Spain. This goes to penalties, and Spain wins on penalties.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and your thoughts on the Portugal Switzerland game?
1: Portugal eat out a. It's going to be a, it's going to be a close result. I mean, and I think Switzerland's got enough. Like, I you know, I'm not not impressed massively by Portugal's you know, defense. Uh, they have had you know a couple of clean sheets, but you know, Switzerland do have enough quality there to to play through them. Um, and yeah, you know, I could see them bagging a goal. Um, but I think if Portugal wants to wants to, to win this, they're going to have to maybe win it to nil. And then they need to win it in in uh, regulation time because they take this to extra time. I think it could be danger and Switzerland might knock them off. So uh, I do like Portugal to win. I'm, I think Switzerland's good enough to get a goal. Portugal have been decent, but not outstandingly brilliant. I think yeah. I feel like Netherlands, you know, I'm preparing Portugal and Netherlands. I think Netherlands are a better tournament and uh, have looked a better side. I'm going to go Portugal. They're going to win 2-1. Switzerland's good enough to get a a goal. Um, Don't be surprised if this one ends up in extra time as well. But, you know, if you're um, any of these sides, this early in the tournament, you don't want to be having to go to extra time. um, No. Just yet. First game of the knockout stages, round of 16, you don't want to be going extra time. You want to save that for the quarters, semis, maybe even try to just get the semis and the the final, should it be. But, uh, you know, the more time and you get have to put on them legs it's going to really really uh you know you're really going to struggle later in the tournament so
0: definitely uh then let's move on to the last uh two games we had uh England clinically defeating Senegal um they were so so good and I thought that they have an opportunity to potentially get a win here and pinch it I did pick England to win it um but they just ran out of legs, and England is—they're very good. Scores, yeah, they're, they're very good. good. The fact that they've had eight different goal scorers in this tournament already, and the eighth one was Harry Kane in this game, kicked his first goal. Now, he's, oh, he's been—he's
1: been good though. The way he dropped no, no, him, he's been good. I'm not saying he hasn't been good. I'm
0: just saying the he's fact that a lot you're more than
1: just kicking goals. Yeah,
0: but the fact that your target man has taken four games to kick his first goal. You know, but he's been—he had—he was hey, equal and most you know, assists and at undefeated the time. in the tournament. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Uh, I think the standout in this game, by far, is how good Jude Bellingham is. Like, get him out of the Bundesliga as quick as possible. That is just a waste. We are wasting him there, man. I don't care if it's a record fee for 150 million, like they're talking about, or 200. I don't care. Get him out of the Bundesliga. No more Farmers League gameplay for this kid man. He's too good for that for that league. He is, he Way is too, too good. good. It, it, yeah, it's he, honestly a waste of talent if we keep him he there. He killed it in that
1: game against Senegal. He was uh you know the set up two goals. Um he was just you know on another level. Um just bossing and he was, he was and bossing he I, expect, I fully expected to be in the Premier League next season. I mean nothing you know there's strong strong links Liverpool. to Liverpool. Um, And it looks as though uh, Jordan Henderson and uh, Alexander Arnold are getting in his ear in the the England squad saying, mate, come to Liverpool, mate. You know you want to come to Liverpool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm getting excited because he's an amazing talent. And I'll tell you what, look, look, I'm not going to lie, I have been looking for a couple of Jude Bellingham cards because I I think he's, you know, he's going to be an absolute bowler. But, I mean, maybe not by just a lot of hype around at the moment with the World Cup. Maybe just wait for the hype to die down. Wait for him to go back to his uh, farmers league, and no one's talking about him in the Bundesliga because uh, uh, not that many people watch it. And you know, maybe he's uh, he'll just die off a bit. But you know, he's definitely one that I, I've been looking at, and he's he's proven that. I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be a funny. Uh, comparison going across their career you know Musiala and, and Bellingham and who's going to be the better player and and Musiala was amazing for for Germany and probably one of the only players on that team you know at such a young age that could probably hold his head high after them you know being not qualifying I think he played very well in, in a lot of the games um and you know you you know you shouldn't really be putting all the hopes on a 19 year old in his first world cup at the end of the day so um you know if if you're the german national team so look it's gonna be an amazing to watch his career and how it develops uh both bellingham and and musiala but england were too strong and they are absolutely destroyed senegal senegal as you said they ran out of legs they they looked tired they you know they went those goals down they couldn't even close down the ball chase the ball um you know they, they were barely putting pressure I mean you know you are down and and you're not pressing and trying to win the ball back as quick as you can and
0: yeah just they just looked out of legs uh then the other game uh, also apologies to anyone that watches on facebook that's uh there's issues with the stream there so hopefully that's fixed for next week It just dropped out uh the other game was France Poland and this was another clinical performance by the french Poland get a consolation penalty at the end of the game, which was saved initially. And then because Lloris was off his line, Lewandowski got to take the kick again, but it was a consolation goal. And it posed the question to everyone source is Mbappe the best player in the world at the moment. Um, He put on a, on a clinic. He, he, he's just so good. Uh, I know I messaged you and, and Manny, I was speaking to both of you at the time and I just want people to go watch those two goals that he scored. I don't. It is so hard to score that. I I just want people to understand. It is so difficult to to kick the two goals that Killian Mbappe kicked in um in that game. The fact that he sized up his uh, defender for the first one and lifted his head, had space. The defender was in front, and he's just like, nah, creamed it. Off a, the ball off a standstill, not moving. He just creamed it, and he just unsavable. And then the second one where he just took the light touch to his uh right-hand side, and he just pinged it into the top corner. But I know... Keep that it second he goal, Dommer. All right, that second goal, people, I think, don't
1: understand how good of a goal that was. He had three <laughs> guys around him, and the, the feather... On that touch. If he if he if he touches that ball any harder, the defender gets the ball. Right. That t- that first touch, the way he opened up his body, bang, right foot. All it was just all in one motion. And as I said, if that touch is, you know, any heavier, the defender gets there, blocks it, and uh, you know, we're not talking about this second goal. Um, it's three guys right there. It's not like they were far away as well, Domer. They they were right, right there. So just amazing. Every time he gets on the ball, there's just electric, electricity in the stadium. You know, people get excited. He's just that type of player. He's an absolute gun. Um, And, you know, maybe he is going to lead France to back to back World Cups. I don't know. I'm uh, starting to doubt my statement at the beginning. I think, you know, France is, is starting to chug along and, and they're looking good. And with Mbappe with, on your team, yeah. you're always dangerous. You are well, always the three- dangerous.
0: The three best teams with depth left in this competition are Brazil, England, and France. And unfortunately, England and France, well, fortunately for us, but unfortunate that it's not later in the tournament are playing each other on Sunday morning, 6 a.m. our time. Uh, This is the game of the tournament in terms of matchup to date. Um, the attack of uh, it, this one is it's very balanced. Source it's very balanced um, on both sides. Uh, the only the only place I see a fault on either side is the centre backs of England because Maguire is looking so shaky. When it, like it, it's not good, uh, whether he starts or not, I, I have no idea. Um, the midfield battle is being is is going to be great. There's a slight edge for England there because of Bellingham and how well he's playing at the moment. Uh, Butusha, man, he's holding his own as that CDM and he's doing a really good job alongside Rabiot in the middle. They're killing it. The, he having
1: the the best season of his career,
0: mate. Like yeah, domestically and and you know he's he's brought that in into the World Cup. Griezmann's also playing as like that two-way type of player as well, dropping back and helping out. Um, Mate, yeah, this is, knows this how this to big... defend from his
1: days with uh, Diego Simeone. At, at
0: this is sauce. About. This is going to be a ripper, an absolute ripper. This game, um, I can't wait for it. Uh, too close to call. Uh, I, I'm just going to lean France because I don't know, I don't know. And Barbeau's just got this thing about him, sauce. He is a big, big time player. I, I just don't know. And Giroud is too. Giroud has kicked so many important goals, Source, when they are well, needed goal for, for club, France. Yeah, for club and country when he's called upon. Oh, I don't know. I'm going France, but just, just. It could go to pens, this one. Your thoughts? Are you going to give a tip on this one or you need to process it?
1: Oh, I'll have to wait and see. Oh, look, I'm leaning France. I just choose a lot. I like Mbappe. Um both, uh, I think they'll. Both teams will score. I think France, you know, should should have enough. Uh, I I don't know. Just that Mbappe factor for me is just like they don't have enough. That England don't have a guy like that on their team. I mean, they have got some really really good players that can do some you know, amazing things, but he's just on another level, man. You know. He's just on another level. He's just he's he's by far you know, he walks out onto that pitch and he's by far the best player on the pitch.
0: He's very good. And if he's on, he's on. Like he he's on. It's 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 a worry for our position, especially defenders. But yeah, we look forward to it. We'll revisit our predictions uh obviously in the World Cup wrap up. Uh, we'll make sure we definitely get one out tomorrow because that'll be the last of the round the sixteen games, and we'll have a look at the final eight uh, as it as it moves on in this tournament, which has been fantastic, mind you, to date. Source, it's been a great tournament. So no matter what everyone said, it was going to be terrible. Shoot, yeah, that's what happens when you put politics over sports. Source, uh, you try to make yourself believe it's going to be shit. When in actual fact, when you bring the best players in the world into one spot, it's never going to be a crap tournament. It doesn't work that way. So that's just what people need to remember. It's all about the sport and uh, what's being put on in front of us. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Um, Let's go through the games from this week. Uh, We had New England versus Buffalo. Buffalo get the the win 24 to 10. Uh, Philly defeat the Titans 35 to 10. Uh, New York and Washington drew this game, twenty apiece. Um, then we had Kirky Cousins defeating New York, twenty-seven to twenty-two. Uh, Browns defeated Houston, twenty-seven to fourteen. Brown uh, Browns cut Baker Mayfield. I don't know if you saw that source. Uh, they let him go this morning, so he's gone. Uh, yep. Uh, Detroit smashed Jacksonville. You were saying that Trevor Lawrence got injured in this game. You're muted.
1: Uh, uh, I, I, he did get injured. And I thought it was very bad because it didn't. It looked really bad, Domo. It was like one of those tackles where the guy goes down and the knee gets caught underneath the weight of the other player and his leg – like he got taken down and his leg twisted – and it looked really, really bad, and I thought it was something serious. Uh, he did return to the game and did play out the game, so obviously he can't be that serious. Maybe it's a bit of bone bruising or something like that. Um, but I I, I, I immediately thought he's done his ACL or MCL or something like that. You know, PCL, one of the one of those three. He's done something, uh, but you know, may, maybe okay, maybe he has, or maybe it's it's a light sprain. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I haven't looked at the injury report, but uh, he's back. He did play out the game, so you know.
0: That's good, that, that's good news. That's so, good news. Yeah, good news. Uh, the Packers back on the okay. winners' board. Defeated Chicago twenty-eight to nineteen. Baltimore defeated the Broncos ten to nine. Pittsburgh nineteen defeated the Falcons sixteen. San Francisco slapped my Dolphins thirty-three to seventeen. The Seahawks defeated the Rams twenty-seven to twenty-three. Raiders defeated Chargers 27-20. Cincy defeated the Chiefs twenty-seven to twenty-four in a great win. Uh, Tampa beat New Orleans seventeen to six today. Uh, f- put up two TDs in the last quarter after they, it was three to thirteen. source, and they put up two TDs in the last and played good defense and won the game. And in the last game, uh, it was nineteen a piece at one stage in this Colts versus Cowboys game, uh, and then um, Dallas defeated the Colts fifty-four to nineteen. They put 33. on 33. 30- in the last quarter, thirty-three
1: yeah. points in the last quarter. Yeah, Col- Colts are so shit, man.
0: So and you're shit. still second in your division in your. Now. So you, yeah, so you might be all right. Let's get to this week's game source. Uh, we've got Rams, Raiders, Bills, Jets, Bengals, Browns, Cowboys, Texans, uh, Lions, Vikings, Giants, Eagles, Steelers, Ravens, Titans, Jags, Broncos, Chiefs, 49ers, Buccaneers. Uh, Seahawks, Panthers, Chargers, Dolphins, and Cardinals versus Patriots. So some good lineups there. Over to you, Source, for some UFC. All right, Domart.
1: UFC is uh if if you haven't seen, ladies and gentlemen, UFC is spon- UFC segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap. Australia's number one in MMA, BJJ, and martial arts hygiene. Roll Clean Soap is a proudly family-run Australian business. Roll Clean Soap is made with 100% natural ingredients and helps keep you clean on and off the mats. Don't be the smelly guy at the gym. Walk in with confidence with Roll Clean Soap and destroy the competition. Roll Clean offers a wide range of products targeted in assisting post-training recovery. Our magnesium, magnesium bath salts, Bath Bombs boost, and Boost Balm can help ease those aches and pains after a hard training session. Roll Clean offers many soap varieties to choose from. Just visit www.rollclean.com.au or hit them up on social media at Roll Clean Soap. Roll Clean, we've got your back. Best soap in the business, ladies and gentlemen. 100% natural, Australian-owned business, small business, support them uh rollclean.com get there and make sure you you don't stink when you roll up into the gym. No one likes to whether it's me you're going just to train, whether it's MMA, BJJ, whatever it is, uh, I spoke to my mate who does a bit of it, uh, BJJ and I said do you ever come across people that just absolutely stink when you roll with them? And he goes mate, there's always a bloke in the gym or two and uh, when you have to do group work and you, you you go around in a group mate, there's always just a few blokes or, or, or people that just absolutely reek. I'm like do you struggle do you struggle rolling with him? Like mate I've, he goes I've rolled with a guy where I was nearly dry wrenching and as a, as he's trying to put a submission on me and I just have to tell him to get." Get off, mate. You stunk that bad. Uh, So if you don't want to be that guy where no one wants to roll with you in the gym, definitely get up and roll clean soap because uh, you will absolutely smell beautiful and everyone will want to uh, get a piece of you, maybe even try to taste you. That's how good you'll smell. Um.
0: (laughs) I love it. Vinny, I don't know what happened over there, mate. Um, Yeah, it just cut out. Uh, apologies for that. I don't know what happened to it. We got a notification here on the StreamYard system and said, oh, you've lost connection to Facebook. So, uh, not sure. I'll a, post a comment. Use code DOMA to drop the soap. I mean, drop the price. <laughs> you dickhead. Saucy, <laughs> so give us the UFC segment, mate. What's happening?
1: UFC uh, fight night, Thompson versus Holland was an absolute cracker of the card. I'll run through the main card and, and, and I have a bit of a comment on, on what, I, what I've what seen. Uh, you had the welterweight uh, division, Philip Rowe defeating Nico Price. Third round knockout, middleweight division, Eric Anders defeating Kyle Dalkus uh second round knockout a lot of caros on this card so it was an absolute cracking one to watch uh middleweight division roman Dolazzi defeating jack hermanson with a knockout in the second round uh heavyweight division our boy tai bam bam Tuavasa got knocked the fuck out by uh sergi pavlovich uh sergi pavlovich moves to 17 and one in that heavyweight division and i'll tell you what Look, I'm looking forward to Sergi keep going, and I want to see a matchup this guy eventually against Nganu uh, for the title. I think it will be an absolutely cracking fight. Um, so Pavlovich gets the win. Uh, Bam Bam got caught with a, a big couple of big shots really early on and just couldn't recover. And uh, we know that's the way he fights. Uh, he goes in there and bangs, and someone's not walking out. Uh, he's standing up, that's for sure. Uh, flyweight division, Matias Nicolou defeats Chris uh, Matthew Christopher Schnell. Uh, second round knockout. The welterweight division, you had Rafael dos Anjos, the veteran, getting a submission over Brian Barberina, And he then, after the, the the fight, he uh calls out Conor McGregor, which is pretty funny if you ask me. And then, main event, you had Steven Wonderboy Thompson getting the knockout in the fourth round against Kevin Holland. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, stopped at the end of the fourth round by the referees and judges. Uh, Kevin Holland took too much damage. It was an absolutely cracking fight. Uh, make sure, you know, if you haven't seen it, go watch a replay. Um, you know, look, probably wasn't the the, the best game plan by Kevin Holland to try stand up and and you know go toe to toe with one of the best strikers to ever walk into an octagon in Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and you know Wonderboy has has lost a few of his last fights mainly because he's come up against matchups against guys who like to you know primarily grapple and wrestle and uh, go uh, heavy takedown guys that go for the takedowns and, and try try uh, get you to the ground and that just doesn't suit his style. He's never been that type of guy to you know be really adverse. Uh, in his ability on the ground, uh, but when he when he comes up against a guy that likes to stand up and and, and bang with him, uh, he's one of the best in the business, and he proved that to Kevin Holland. And uh, Kevin Holland probably should have tried to you know take a few more takedowns earlier on in the fight. He didn't. Uh, Stephen Wonderboy picked him apart, and uh, I mean, it's just when he's on the card, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, you got to tune in because he he brings the show, uh, and that's what he put on against uh, Kevin Holland. Uh, wins the fight. And uh, yeah, victorious in the welterweight division. Doma, here we go. This weekend, UFC 282 main event Jan Blasowicz against Magnum Akanilev, light heavyweight, and in the co main event, Paddy the Baddy Bimlet against Jaron Gordon. Uh, And then you also, this is a cracking fight. This is one of the fights that I'm looking forward to in the middleweight division. Darren Till against Driscus Uh, Duplessis. If uh, anyone remembers me saying about this Driscus Duplessis, I spoke about him a while ago saying, rookie cards, get his rookie cards. He's going to be a good fighter. Looks like an absolute unit. I expected to win this fight. Darren Till was, you know, He's a good fighter, but he's he's always uh, sort of recovering some, from some sort of injury. He's, he's uh, pretty injury-prone. Um, Duplessis, I'm going to lean towards him. And then, obviously, I'll keep going down the card because it, it's even juicier. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, this was supposed to be headlined by uh, Yuri Pochizaka and Glover Teixeira, number two. Um, I think Yuri had some sort of injury or, or illness, so he, he, you know, he couldn't make the fight. Um, it's unfortunate that they pulled Glover from the card. Totally. Usually they would get another heavyweight to step in and with or, or another light heavyweight and step in and, and would have a fight, but you know, it didn't. Um, but under the Darren Till and Driska Super C, this will be a cracking fight. You got Bryce Mitchell against Ilya Toporia. Bryce Mitchell is 15 and one. This is in the flyweight in professional MMA, and Ilya Toporia is 12 and 0. This is going to be an absolute cracking fight. Uh, Bryce Mitchell is, uh, if you don't know who he is, look him up. Have a look. He, he like, lives on a farm in the U.S. Uh, he, he he doesn't train at, like, a proper gym. He's got, like, a, a training gym set up in, like, a shed on his farm. It's like Rocky. That's where, that's where he trains. And, like, you know, he, you know his weights, his weights are literally logs. You know, literally yeah. he does weights with logs. It's, it's like, literally it's, Rocky from Rocky Four. Yeah, you know, he's not he ain't in no state-of-the-art gym, nothing, mate. He's just, like, a guy from the Outback and uh you know countryside and and he's an absolute unit and uh be scared of his uh submission ability he's very very good in, in getting submissions uh, so that's an absolutely cracking fight. That kicks off from the uh, the main card kicks off from 2 p.m. The prelim card kicks off from 12 p.m. So the prelim card will be, I mean, the, the prelim card's got great fights on it too. You got Chris Chris Curtis against Joaquin Buckley. You got Jaritzku Rojizuku against Chris Dukas as well in the heavyweight. Mate, stacked, stacked card. You'll be able to watch the prelim card from 12 p.m. on uh, uh, ESPN on free to air. And then from main it, The main event uh, and main card will be on from 2 p.m. uh, And I'm for you. We'll be able to find the stream. If you can't, feel free to DM us. And we'll put you onto one um, on the realms of the internet.
0: Perfect, Sauce. Very nicely done. Looking forward to this one. It's going to be a ripper. All right, let's move on to the Le Mans of the week. I've got one. I'm going to make it quick. uh, And Sauce, no matter what happens when it comes to training, and training sessions midweek before a game. Whatever you need to do, source, you got to be there for your teammates. No matter what happens, whether it's a beef with the coach or with your players, Trey Young had a beef with uh, Nate McMillan. I don't know if you caught this during the week, source, at a, one of the training sessions, and because of that beef, Trey. Uh, Nate McMillan said to him, he goes, either you come off the bench or you don't play at all. So Trey Young just said, okay, doesn't turn up. Doesn't turn up, sauce, against who do you reckon they were playing? The Denver Nuggets. So he doesn't show up for his team against a top five seed in the West and they get rolled. So for being selfish and being petty with your coach and you can't handle the criticism, Trey Young you sir are a lemon,
1: lemon.
0: Oh, I-, I couldn't believe it was so you-, you. You're playing against one of the top sides in the M- in the NBA, and yeah, didn't show up for his team. They got beat didn't him. they
1: win without him the other day when Dejounte De- De- De-
0: Murray was leading the team and he didn't play. Pretty sure they did. Yeah, they did, but he was injured in that game. This okay. one, he he sat out. Didn't want to all play. I know is I watched
1: him today against uh, my boy, uh, uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander, who, my add, is uh, absolutely uh, a class above Trey Young and uh, actually takes a dump on Trey Young in terms of quality of player and uh, efficiency and uh, usage ratings. And it's just all around a better player, ladies and gentlemen. And he was shit. He was good at facilitating the ball, but I'm telling you what, Doma, he shoots the ball from three like he thinks he's Stephen Curry. He's not Stephen Curry. Yes, he can get hot from three. Yes, we've seen it in the past. Yes, great. But he shot one of seven from three or something like that, one of six. He was just – he got to the free-throw line, credit to him, but yeah,
0: – he, he gets fouled a lot. So but, he, geez, he's game. just
1: he. – I'll tell you, I'm telling you – I, 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 he, 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 I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen he's never never going to accomplish anything in his career
0: unless he moves somewhere plays with someone uh, Global said TJ Dillashaw retired today great career TJ Dillashaw
1: yeah good good, good career juiced it up a bit that's alright they all do at some <laughs> point
0: oh. <laughs> alright so let's get to Hobby Talk brought to you by Platinum Standing Room Thanks to the crew at Platinum Standard Grading for that one. <laughs> Juiced it up a bit. I'm still a year There you go. Paddy Dangerfield slabbed up. Nice Beautiful slab.
1: slabs, mate. Beautiful slabs. Quality grading. Uh, the number one Australian grading company that there is. And the, there's no question about it. If you want to defute the fact and say that there's uh, another grading company, I've, I've seen a video. i actually got to watch it from a, another a YouTuber you know, trying to uh, c- compare prices with the uh, CGA cards and, you know, how they're doing in the market to, to other things. I don't know. I haven't watched it. All I know is that CGA, I mean, as, as much as they've done for the hobby here in Australia, the quality of their grading is nowhere near the quality of
0: PSG. There you go. All right, Sauce, let's get straight into it. Tops Project 22. Uh, only eight hours left on these ones. Uh, we've got... Christian Polisic by our boy Tyson Beck. Uh, of course, the best looking card here. That's just hands down. The Gaza yeah. one. I like the Gaza. That's yeah, a- the Gaza's nice. Well, They're I don't great. even know who that is. Who? who, who you don't know from? who that is? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you who he is in a second. So- is that the guy who
1: is in the films?
0: No, nah, no, nah, that's Vinnie Jones. Oh, uh, okay. There's a Robert Lewandowski by Case, Marcus Rashford by Sanil Chitraka. Uh, Mikhailo Mudrik by Bofeng Lin and Paul Gascoigne by Dan That Gascoigne is very nice. So for those who don't know who Paul Gascoigne is, uh he is probably the best English player to ever play the game that was not the best English player to ever play the game. Um Due to unfortunate events, he, be- he became a drug addict source while he was playing football and he was like the bad boy of football in England. Um, but one of the best to, to play. Fergie really wanted him at Man United. Try to sign him, and his head was all over the shop. And yeah, a bit of a mess. As a person, he played for England. And just go watch his highlights. He's actually a freak. He was very good. He wouldn't turn up to training and what position does um, uh pretty sure he played in midfield. Okay. Pretty sure. Or Cam. Um, there's stories of him actually getting pulled out of like heroin dens to get dragged into training, mate, or just to drag him out so he can sober up to get to the game. Like that's that, that's how bad like it At was for him. Yeah, yeah. Right. But one of the best to ever play. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. His event's just a bit of a waste of a talent. So there's the project 22 card source uh let's get into some interesting things here we go he is product of the year it's not anymore if you listen to us you should have bought the chrome in 2020. uh he is just a flagship it's released the release on december 2nd um we've gone through this before but here's the design this is what they look like um, Go through here. Yeah, look, guys, check a flag.
1: This, just do your research on some of these these uh, F one products coming out now. Do really do your research. Look at the checklist, um, and you know, look, we, we, the, the, these the, the are flag, nice. The fla- the flagship from last year was, yeah, you know, a pretty average product. So you know, I didn't expect much from from the flagship, you know, top F one
0: flagship from this year. So these Definitely. these are nice. The Art du Grand Prix. Yeah, uh, it's a five nice, tracks. Nice These look horrific. These look so bad. Like that's
1: like um, you know what it's giving me uh that 70s vibes, you know, the show. Oh
0: that 70s show. Yeah. This yeah, this that looks terrible. Um hopefully this is just the image that they're using for the card to show us because it's the same image of Lewis Hamilton that they used for every product last year. Uh leclerc uh, Patch. There are two Grand Prix cards down here. Uh uh Grand Premio de Espana, so Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya. Uh, then you got the Autodromo Nazionale Monza, Silverstone, Circuit of the Americas, and Circuit Zandvoort in the Netherlands. So I think they're super short printed, they're numbered. Um so that's probably the ones that everyone's going to be trying to get. Uh, Global says he's starting to look for Danny Rick cards. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Why not? Maybe a little less. Get them uh, nice and
0: cheap, mate. You can start yeah. getting your PC now. And if he drives again, that's just a bonus for everyone. Uh, next one up, source. I brought up World Cup Prism again uh, because we've got the Green Ice Packs being released by panini <laughs> so I thought we'd just give an update uh, they release on December 5th 11 a.m to tomorrow uh, yeah this morning so every pack has three exclusive uh green ice parallels and they cost 1500 points on the store so just uh, went I'm, I'm draining
1: the milk mate I'm draining the milk
0: yeah yeah so just want to show you. That's just an update on that one. Contenders optic basketball. Favorite oh, products. Checklist has yeah, been added. So, up. this one, we're going to go straight through this one. Um, so, the main set for 21 22 Panini's Contenders optic feature season ticket and rookie ticket subsets. It's a nice looking Luca. Uh, look for unsigned base rookie versions and parallels. This includes the hobby exclusive Black Pandora shown for Evan Mobley which is a super short print. There you go. Optic Base. Oh, sorry. Contenders Optic Basketball Base Parallel Breakdown. So there's silver, red, 75th anniversary, blue, orange, green pulsar, black, Pandora, gold, and gold vinyl. Here's a nice Josh Giddy in the blue. I'm assuming that is. Or is that a green pulsar? Who knows? Uh, Two inserts, lottery tickets, and uniformity. I'm not too keen on the uniformity. The lottery tickets actually looks really nice. Uh, the die cut superstar is returning. There's John Morant? In addition, legendary tandems is new this year. Other inserts consist all star aspirations, hoop dream, playing the numbers game, pick and roll, and sweet shots. So, boasting on-card content source, the 21-22 Panini Contenders Optic Checklist works in several autograph sets. The rookie ticket and rookie ticket variation autos come hard signed. So, there you go. On-card autos, their source. Hard signed cards in the veteran tickets. So, you can get some Jason Tatum autos, it looks like. 84 tribute autos, pay tribute to earlier Don Russ Baseball design with another batch of on-card autos. Charles Barkley on-card. This releases on the 14th of December, Saucy. So next week. So six cards per pack, one pack per box, 20 boxes per case. I'll be definitely looking out for a little pool man to be ripping these on the IG Live (laughs) next week, 100%. So the hobby box break average is one auto, two inserts, and two parallels. And here is the ch- checklist. Is there anyone in particular you want to look for source? It's just – I'm actually oh. keen to see this, the 84 tribute. So the auto. Zion autos in this. So you can get Kevin Garnett, Dwayne Wade, Alan Iverson, Zion, Charles Barkley, Stephen Curry, Luca the Don, Larry Bird, Dirk Nowitzki, and Carl Malone. So they should all be hard autos on cards. That's, a, good, that's
1: a pretty good checklist for that subset. Pretty good you legendary
0: me. contenders there's my boy isaiah thomas he's in there anyone else uh, hakim olajuwon the worm they got dennis rodman in there yep they usually yep love dennis rodman stephen jackson I like stephen jackson and then yeah feel free to jump in and have a look i'll chuck this right now in here for everyone to have a look. As Saucy said, it's one of his favorite basketball products and one of the best basketball products that Panini releases. Uh, The last one to look at is Panini Impeccable Football. So so cards with metal bars embedded are also possible new quad player edition. Featuring one troy ounce of 0.999 fine silver. There you go. Quads there. Football autos. Uh, many being hard sign. Rookie favorite. The Elegance Rookie Helmet and Patch Autos line. Adds a new helmet and cleat version source. There's Kenny Pickett there. First year stars also arrive in Rookie Patch Autos and Rookie Landscape. Uh, look for returning favorites, first ballot SIGs, impeccable jersey number, autos, and master strokes. That's a nice, say, this, card this is, this is
1: always a, um, a uh, precursor to what we're going to get out of the next coming sets for um, you know, NBA. So yeah. NBA is probably most
0: likely going to look... This is pretty cool. New sign lock, options lock include Hall of Fame autos, Illustrious Ink, Immortal Ink, and impeccable stars. There's Dan Marino on-card auto. Pretty cool, yeah. Limited twenty five copies or less. You know, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of impeccable dommer.
1: Oh, I think it's oh, oh, impeccable f- is it? phenomenal.
0: So uh, the average is five to six autos and two to three base base parallels. Eight cards per pack. One pack per box. Release date is coming soon. So, a few nice looking cards on the layout there. Um. Hartman says, I would only buy product in store shelves, but now they're so damn high. Yes, uh, product prices are crazy, and we're going to keep pushing on this show like crazy. Instead of paying that much for the box, potentially getting nothing, put that hard-earned money to getting the singles that you want from that product, because then you're guaranteed the hit. So yeah. instead of buying something and missing out, and then you're going, oh, i I'm going to go back and buy another two boxes and then blowing it again and getting nothing. So uh, Global says, Retro Hoops done an awesome interview with Dan the Man this week. Um, I need to check that one out. I I missed that one. I've listened to all of Dan's content. I've caught up uh, to all his stuff, all the sports car radio stuff this week. uh, Just need to get on Retro Hoops and listen to what they've got to say. Saucy, there's been a few things obviously you wanted to talk about. You've brought them to my attention. So I went and did some research and prepped myself for this show so I can be on the same page as you. The first one being um, you, we mentioned this Panini lawsuit, I think a couple of weeks ago. Um, and you heard something that got on your nerves just a little bit. So you thought you just uh, put it out there on our platform to just give your. Your feelings on um, Panini being taken to court by a collector in this hobby?
1: Yeah, so like if people weren't aware about the the whole situation about um you know what was what was happening in regards to um you know the the lawsuit over Panini against people you know obviously the lawsuit against the the unfulfilled redemptions. Um, and you know obviously if you've been keeping up with it it, it didn't go the way of the collector uh, the court sided in in favor of panini which is pretty crazy if you ask me um but you know you know the courts decided how they decided um that's not the issue i have with i have you know, with what we're talking about the issue i have is i was listening to another podcast right another hobby related podcast and they've brought up this fact, right? About, you know, oh, you know, Panini's won the lawsuit, da 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 da. And they weren't, you know, they didn't come out and, and, and defend Panini like out and out defend them. But the way that they were saying and, and referencing and saying, well, the people who are going and putting this lawsuit through probably got more money than sense. And, you know, you see what happens when you, you know, you, they uh, potentially put this have this lawsuit and then, uh, you know, it, it catches fire and, and more people jump on the bandwagon and, um, you know, um, they probably should have just saved their money and, and not wasted their time because they were never going to win a lawsuit against Panini, right? It just got me going like, hang on. So you're 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 saying that these people are stupid for actually trying to stand up to these crooks in Panini in the way that they're literally rotting the hobby, right? In their procedures, first of all their fucking quality control is a piece of shit, right? They pack boxes without missing with missing hits, they pack boxes without cards. And I was trying to get up the video done but I couldn't get I can't get the link because I can't log into the thing. So if you can get that link that I sent in the, that on that Twitter link and we'll bring up that and show people what a joke Panini is, right?
0: Um, oh, through WhatsApp, did you send? It yeah, to me through WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Yeah, send yeah, you in WhatsApp. Oh, it's a oh, Twitter okay. link.
1: Um, and I'm just I'm annoyed at this other podcast and why you would say that. You know, these people who have gone and put this lawsuit through, if they did win, it would be a big win not only for for them and and the people that are in the lawsuit, but for the hobby. Yeah, like Panini would have to give you more than fucking Panini points for your unfulfilled redemptions. Yeah. Like, do people not understand what they're doing now? Now they're going, fuck, you know, oh, we got over the lawsuit. Let's now tie up all these loose ends with these redemptions. There's nothing these people can do because we've already fought the lawsuit. So if it goes back to court again, we're all like, well, we already fought it once. So, you know, there's no point going back again. The judge is just going to be like, you're wasting my time. We've already decided this in court. Throw it out. Like, you know, Um, now they're getting away with murder, Panini. You set, know?
0: They set a precedent source in the courts now.
1: Exactly. So now, you know, Panini can do whatever the hell they want. And, you know, to, to, to say that these people have more money than cents, well, no, maybe they're just fed up with the crap they're being fed by Panini and these companies in the fact that, you know, you want to get what you pay for. Now, Dom, if I went down to the local uh, electronics store and I bought a fucking TV, right, and I wanted the 65-inch TV, right, and they, uh, yep, I want that one, yep. They bring out the box. The box says on it "65 inch." You know, it's got the 65 inch photo on it. It's got the 65 inch label. You like beautiful. You you take it to your car. You bring it back home. You're ready to set up the big 65 inch and to watch the what's the uh, the next World Cup game. You pull it out of the box. You go. This doesn't fucking look like 65 inches. Hang on, and you get the tape measure. You go. This is
0: only 50 inches. What would you do? Would you just accept? Yeah, and it? then the and the, yeah, and then the company says, well. We'll take the the television back, but we won't give you a sixty five inch television in return. We'll just give you um, we'll just give you store credit. So you can don't even offer you a out. replacement. No,
1: just give you they'll, they'll they'll just give you store credit, mate. And that's what that's what Panini points is. You would not stand for that. That is against consumer law. Right? The, people understand is like, it against consumer law. You're not getting what you pay for.
0: I, Here's I the video can't... source that you're talking about. Oh, talk about getting, not in.
1: getting what you pay for. Look at this, mate. Look at this. You know, and we're going to keep supporting these these absolute criminals in Panini. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Watch this. Here we go. National collegiate basketball. Uh, football, sorry. Uh, he's ripping a box open. There you go. There's National Treasures, Collegiate Sealed. Football. Sealed. Boom. Rips the, rips the the seal off. Bang. There's another little seal there. Cuts that with his Stanley knife. There we go. There's a little box.
0: He's
1: excited. He opens it. There's no cards inside. No cards. An empty box. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the the absolute joke of a company we are supporting and having to you know support. Unfortunately, because they've got the freaking license in Panini, they are a joke, mate. They are a joke. And for this other podcast to turn around and say that and have a go at the people that put the lawsuit against Panini, well, mate, do you really want the best for the hobby? Because the best for the hobby would have been the the, the collectors winning the lawsuit. So Panini had to fucking actually get their ass into gear. Now they've got a, they've literally, they've got off scot-free, Dommer. They've got off scot-free.
0: They have forever. And, so,
1: And this is, and this exactly brings it back to my point, why I will never, ever buy hobby boxes, right? At the fucking bullshit prices that they are at right now. $1,000 for a hobby box, $700 for a hobby box, $1,500 for a hobby box, these products, they more expensive products, three grand for an impeccable hobby box of basketball. Get the fuck out of here, man. First of all, you got shit quality control. You might get a redemption that you never end up getting, right? Or you might get no cards in your box. Buy the singles, you get the card that you want, let some other fool open the boxes or break the boxes, then just buy the card off them. That way, you're never disappointed.
0: Not a bad way of looking at it, Source. Uh, Global says SCR has a lot of talking about fraud. We're going to talk about that right now. Hartman says checklist with 400 players in them. Prison football might as well have the players' relatives. (laughs) Matty Tate says uh, a call of bribe with the court case. Hartman said I didn't want to say it. Um, So the checklist cards are in our hobby lobby in america stores yep checkered cards uh what else we got uh, maddie Tave said is that what the missus said may hang on it's only five inches you said seven <laughs> a lot of odd shit going on tops isn't doing great with baseball either no everyone's dropping the balls yeah we do not even just
1: say Panini, just Panini, but like yeah, even tops man, they're just being pretty
0: average. But ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call being catfish by Panini. Well, Maddie, I don't want to say we told you so, but we've been talking about this for over a year and a half. I know, you know what I mean? And no offense to sports car radio, because we are the smaller fish in the in the in the pool of the content creators compared to them. But we've been saying what they've been saying, not to the volume of all the stuff that they find out but all the stuff in terms of like there's rorts on this and this and that and they're just trying to take your money and blah, blah blah because we're seeing stuff and people send us shit. just because we don't flush it up on our screen due to privacy things because i don't want a lawsuit on our hands yeah it doesn't mean that we haven't seen it all when we said to you we saw people getting flawless boxes for 400 from distrib- distributors and them selling it for 20 grand we saw that i saw the order sheet in front of my face I saw the order sheet. Source and I were there with the person in question and they showed us the order sheet on what flawless boxes were getting offered to them. And they were buying them up and selling them for that much. Like, we know that it's ridiculous. We've been trying to tell you all. That's why we keep saying, buy the singles. Don't waste your money. The product, the, the boxes are... for the, the fact that the singles have come down so much and the boxes are still so high, that just tells me that you're buying absorbent price boxes to get cards that are worth nothing where you're the, trying the to box literally prices is...
1: the 1% of the cards in there
0: that maybe get you back that that price of the box. Like, yeah. Uh, tops is giving number cards from 2017 in silver packs. Aaron <laughs> judge auto signed rookie to five was pulled in the silver pack on oh, no, uh, Nate from bench clear media still hasn't got the cards back from PSA. He might not ever, Saucy's on a rant. Let's go. Bang. You, it's, it's it's only going to get better. We haven't even started yet. Uh, started doing custom cards, so don't hesitate to sell your bulk shit cards online. Someone will buy them. Just the quality control on Prism is so shit this year. They've gone downhill the last two years. Completely agree. Uh, only box hobby I bought on a pre-order is a Marvel box. Mate, the only box that Sauce and I have technically bought that was hobby on a pre-order was the new One Piece cards.
1: Yep. I got it right here, Dommer. There it is. I thought Th- I'd that's bring it up literally what we it bought. Up. The One Piece Romance Dawn, the first official One Piece set of the, this type of card that they're doing. Very similar to Dragon Ball, um, Dragon Ball cards.
0: Dragon so, Ball Hero, Dragon that, Ball Super.
1: Yeah. Very, very similar to that, that style. So One Piece, if you're a fan of that, um, yeah, definitely a, a box. There, there we go. Uh, a yeah, fun rip, um, and I think doma I think the first release they're already doing pre-orders for their second series of the, because their first cards. edition yeah. oh second Well, they're series. not first yeah, edition yeah. this year second, no, second series I saw that there's, it's like there's, there's,
0: yeah
1: yeah and I believe those boxes that we bought are already you know sitting at around 200 bucks and you know they're not cheap 180 200 bucks so you know first the first releases on those boxes were around 140 150. Um. now they're already, you know, sitting at two hundred. Um Thomas reckons he's gonna rip his. I know fuck all about one piece. Uh, I'll just let my brother rip his and I'll see what they look like. I'm gonna keep my box sealed and put it away for a rainy day.
0: I'm gonna rip it. I, I have to, man. because I watched the show like and I love the character, so yeah, I have but to rip you know it. Do you know what, Toma?
1: Do you know what, Thomas? You should it's not be upset at ripping bucks. up. One hundred fifty dollars, right. exactly. You should not be upset. And some of the cards you can get in there go for quite a bit. And you know what? Yeah. If you don't hit anything big, who cares? You can, you, you,
0: you like you, the show? You like the
1: characters and it. It's only one hundred fifty bucks, mate. It's not well, like uh, oh, you want to rip yeah. some NBA and you want to go get the you know a decent NBA box and even just a shit can blaster is a hundred bucks, man. No, no. Like, Oh, no. Yeah, you know, 80 bucks for a um, At least this is a, a, a proper composed box, not a retail. You're yeah, on the money. The,
0: you're on the money. Uh, Hartman says, I hope that live action doesn't flop. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not too confident on it. Let's get into the, the bulk of it here, Sauce. Um, we'll try and smash through this pretty quickly. We're at about an hour and a half. But uh, Paycheck Protection Scheme. I had no idea what the hell this was. Source who told me to have a look at it. And um, it, to sum it up, in layman layman's terms, for people that might not know what it is, it's it's like the COVID repayment system that we got here, the COVID handouts that we got it's to help yeah. businesses pay their employees and stuff like this. Now, Sports Car Radio's spoken about this. Dan spoken about this uh, as well. Uh, I'm gonna just bring up his page. You can check this one here, right over here, the second video with the blue. It's got loan approved on the thumbnail. Check that one out. Check
1: it out. He he explains it really well, and like obviously, Dan's an accountant, so like he knows a lot more about these. He knows, yeah, than what we do. Than what we do Uh, explains it really well.
0: Based on yeah, what we learned from him and from Sports Car Radio, essentially during the peak, not of just the pandemic, the peak of the card market.
1: When it was all these companies
0: were making a shit ton, a shit ton source. They asked for these repayments. And funnily enough, I've got a list of some of these uh, companies here, which has been found by another person that doesn't like bullshit in the hobby, which is South Park Cards, which we've actually spoken to a fair bit in this hobby. And he's genuinely a nice person, like based on our interactions with him. We've never met him in person, clearly. Uh, He lives over in the States. He brought it to the attention, picked up by SCR, picked up by Dan, and like Matty Tape said, Jeff replied today with a video. Wasn't too happy about what's been happening, but source. I know you've seen some of this stuff. Uh, I'll just quick so you can quickly jump into it and give your thoughts. Golden sports card investor, Burbank, BBC. No surprise there. Firehand cards. Leaf and PWCC all applied for these. Uh, obviously, they can use this money to pay off pay their um employees. Uh, no one was actually doing cuts during that time. They had obviously people away with COVID in quarantine and coming back and forth. But they were uh, Golden took out one hundred seventy four thousand dollars. Force card investor took 2.1 million. Burbank, 91 grand. BBC, 100 grand. That's a lot of money for fucking clean film. 100 grand. Firehand took $112,500. Leaf, $224,400. And PWCC took out $413,550. And what happened was they got given this money, which is um, taxpayers' money which is funded by the taxpayers, and all of these loans were wiped, wiped clean. They didn't have to pay any of this money back to the government. It all got wiped, and they got to keep it all um, and use it to better the, the services of what they were providing us in the hobby during the time of when the hobby was at its highest and they were rolling, excuse me, in cash. So, Saucy, yeah, I know you love this type of stuff. As you've always mentioned, the big companies always want just money, but, you know, they took taxpayers' money to create more money for themselves, whether they paid their employers or not. Who knows? They probably did, but I don't think they were strapped for cash during that time. Uh, So just your thoughts.
1: Man, when I seen this, I was like, what what did we ex- did we expect anything less from these these companies like did we ex- did we expect them not to go ahead and try you know game the system and get an advantage um you know wh- I mean why not you know if, if you're if you're a, you know for instance like um uh the funniest is Dave and Adam um, there's a Instagram post shortly after they were approved because it tells you, if you look up this, it's all public information. You can look up, say, yeah. you know, type in David Adam, you can type in golden and, and whatever. And it tells you when they got approved for this loan and when it was waived, right. when it, I'm talking about the, 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 payback was waived, right. What date that was. Right. And when it was approved, it was like at the beginning of the, the scam denick, And, uh, when it was, you know, just started and, um, You know, there was uncertainty, right? And there was a lot of fear pumped into people, by governments and and by uh, misled doctors who have now been proven to be wrong on this. So uh, do your fact checks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And that's fine, right? That was at the beginning, right? But when they got waived, that was literally six months in to the hottest car market that has ever been and even said by people who have been in the industry for 20 plus years that they've never seen anything like it in that six to 12 month period these businesses were making ridiculous money golden every second i was getting emails from card ladder telling me record sale record sale record sale record sale rec i don't get as many these days because the the market's very down right but (laughs) every day every day right every day just record sale record sale mate Everything going up, everything going up, right? These companies were making so much money, right? Why the hell did they need these loans? Why did they need these loans?
0: You know, my favorite one is Sauce. The fact that Golden took $174,000 and Ken just sits there and goes, I've got a nine figure bank account. So you're telling me you need one hundred seventy-four dollars when you've got a nine figure bank account? Like, if that is not. I live on a four acre golf property
1: on a golf course. I got a nine figure bank account. And he's, Ken, and he's let me struggling. just tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you haven't done your research on Ken Golden, he's one of the slimiest pieces of shit on this planet, right? Get- Go do your research. You can Google him and find out all the literally dodgy shit he's done, right? He's a dodgy motherfucker, right? Now, if I get pull a, cool, a big card, national treasures card, where am I going to sell it? Well, of course, I'm going to send it to Golden because he's got the best <laughs> promotion. Of course, he can have my money. I'll probably try bargaining him with his, uh, his uh, you You're know, an idiot. The agreement, but at the same time, let's not let's let's not deviate from the fact that he's a slimy meatball, mate. He's a slimy meatball. All right, let's come on that's the that is the proof in the pudding right and, I, and mate, I i'm actually done with these these big companies mate because people people like people look up to these big companies in the hobby or or whatever right they, i don't even know what perception people have of them right but some people put these these people like ken and 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 all that on a pedestal mate as 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 the 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 uh the heads of the hobby the self-proclaimed heads of the hobby who the fuck are you man like, you <laughs> You're a lemon. You're a slime bomb, man. Look, like, you literally are. Look, like, come on, man. We, we, we want to have them as the head figures of, of the hobby. And, you know, they go to the industry summit and, you know, all, all play fucking uh, friends with one another but behind each other's back, mate. They're probably talking that much shit about each other. Right? Well, I'll talk shit about you right here on live. And uh, you can hear what I have to say, mate. And I'll say the same thing to you when I see you in person at the national one year, Ken. I'll come up to you and tell you you're a slimy fucking meatball, mate.
0: Just gotta get it up. The fact hey, that you he- called him a lemon in that sentence was hilarious. Oh, anyway, he- it's just.
1: Look, look, that's, I mean, these companies. <laughs> Domer, these companies they didn't need the money when they were making so much money. I know and all You're that's done into the choir here. All that's done is just increase the inflation within the US, right? Increase increase the inflation, made it harder yeah. for the average Joe, made it harder for the average person. Well, you know, you got people living on a five-acre pro- property on a golf course with a nine-figure bank account. Yeah. That didn't need the fucking loan to pay his oh, payroll hey. and utilities.
0: Hey. The rich keep getting richer and the poor keep getting poorer. That's what, that is just, that's society sauce in a nutshell. And that's why I'm with you. Like these guys get put on pedestals and.
1: I'm still selling it there, James. He I'm said he's still
0: going he to sell it there. That's why he's 11. Sauce is 11. That's why it's so funny. He just, he just he's hammered him and goes, I'll send you your cards. My cards to you.
1: I don't have anything of value enough
0: to go to golden <laughs> No, nah. so. It's just it, sauce.
1: Mate, come on, mate. It's a big these Global companies, that, mate, they, all Global they says,
0: yes, just... yes. He, they're doing a Wayne Carey behind each other's back.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Differences. Oh, there is no difference. There, there is no difference. Fuck. Oh, I'm with you. They get put on a pedestal. They're the, they're the gods of the hobby, these guys. And yeah, they got eyes on the hobby. Everyone goes, yeah, they got eyes on the hobby. But when you can take a, a uh, paycheck protection scheme payment from the government and use that as your little leverage to just put it all into promotion, not even use your own money. This is how elaborate I'm thinking now. And you're a big company. Why can't you get all the eyes on you? Just remember rich people stick together. So they're all going to pump each other's tires to get as much money out but of the market as possible. some, some... So. some...
1: In there that have taken loans out that are literally breakers breaking from their bedroom at home, yeah, right, and they've taken out a hundred thousand dollars PPP loan, yeah, because they've got a business name. Man, I wish we lived in the United States. You're literally one person breaking from your fucking your 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 spare room.
0: We lived over there, bloody hell, we could have taken a million dollar loan and had it waived. Yeah, we could have just got
1: paid. We could have just got paid for the next two years doing the podcast, and we've just been on the yeah, government, straight on the taxpayers. Just payroll yeah. it out over the next two just years. Go, oh, thanks, listeners,
0: pay. for listening to to us. And uh, we're just going to take your money, you know, stuff, yeah. And then you know what would have happened if we did that source and we got found out? Nobody would have listened to us anymore, and they would have cancelled us. But all these other companies, they just keep going back to them, keep going back.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting here and saying that they. You know they fraudulently use this money
0: for other purposes and not what they're actually t- supposed to no, use no, no, it no, for, no. right? I know but- you're not, but I am. I'm saying I'm not going to name a company here because I don't want to get freaking... But I'm telling you, out of a list of all of them that did them, because there's more than what I've mentioned, there's a, out of the list of all of them, I'm telling you at least one of them did it fraudulently for fraudulent acts. At yeah. least one, all right? At least one. I'm not going to name who I think it is because I don't want to freaking indict myself or do any type of shit and someone has to come send me a you know what I mean? I'm just telling you out of this list, and they we know the background, but source, we know the background of a lot of the people on this list. Yeah, you're telling me that you don't think that at least one of them would have done this. Okay. All right, you've you've swayed you know. me. You
1: has it hasn't, yes. hasn't hasn't really taken much. Well, I'm mate, I'm telling you, much. that's what that, that's in that's in my thoughts, mate. It's in my thoughts for sure.
0: Okay. All right, we don't need to name who we think it is, or yeah. Uh, Hartman says you could have started backyard yanks and pulled god pools. Oh, well, that would have depended if Panini would have given us loaded boxes based on their serial numbers, which they probably wouldn't have. Uh, Maddie says a bit of a step up, then a few soaps each month. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, hey, mate, I will take roll clean soaps any day of the week over rorting? Our listeners, fuck, peanuts in this hobby. Anyway, that's what we got hey, for you uh, good, this man. week. Yeah, exactly. So did mine. Uh, <laughs> that's all we got this week. Uh, the problem oh. is, Source, when there isn't a lot happening in the hobby, unfortunately, due to like record sales, people start digging and they've dug and started engraving a lot. Of demons and skeletons in the closet for a lot of these people. And it's slowly, slowly, slowly unraveling for these people. You might not think it is, but it definitely sure as hell is unraveling for the Oh some mate. Of these people.
1: Well, oh mate, Kenny doesn't want all this to surface right when his uh, big Netflix series is supposed to launch. You know? Mate, let's yeah. let's I'll just leave this out here. if you haven't gone and watched the video on sports card radio, go let's watch go. it.
0: There's also one.
1: He, his latest one's just on, pretty much on Ken Golden and and, and having it, having a crack at They're all the stuff sued. he's done. They're getting sued he, by him. Let's though, let, okay. let, let me just let me just leave you with this, and then we're gonna we're gonna go out, Mister Golden Ken. Previously, sold fraudulent autographs which put, he put his own authentication sticker on saying it's an authentic, you know, a golden authentication sticker. This is in a previous company he had, right? He himself doesn't even sell those, say, take those signatures on his new golden.co platform to to sell. Even though, it, you know, he, he had got autographs with supposedly good, yeah. some authentic autographs. He doesn't sell them on his own platform. What does that tell you? Right, he refuses to sell them on his own platform. The bloke is a meatball. Slimy meatball. He fortunately autographed, literally did it himself, and flogged them off as athletes' autographs. Right? And that's just one of the things he's done. It gets I worse.
0: Ba- I got a nine figure bank account.
1: I live on a five acre golf course <laughs> and a nine figure bank account.
0: And on that Let's note... Let's keep
1: supporting this level. <laughs>
0: on that note, <laughs> keep living, loving, and breathing smells as double coverage. Job Dom with the great red sauce. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Peace. Viva la Brazil! Thank you
1: for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking All Spots, Double Cubs.